Well, movie rewrites back. Cole and Jake here with you. Talk about something maybe scary. You know, we're in November. Halloween-ish. Get your ghouls. Maybe some zombies. Or, you know, we can call them phoners. However you want to yeah. uh, go with the zombie genre these days. And today, we're going to discuss cell. Not the cell. Not cellular. But cell. Oh, boy. I don't even know. It's a 2016 science fiction horror film, says Wikipedia. Uh, Directed by Todd Williams. Screenplay by Stephen King. Also based off the book. Ooh. By Stephen King. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Based on Cell by Stephen King. (laughs) I just said that, didn't I? (laughs) Uh, You've got, well, we got four producers starring John Cusack, Samuel L. Jackson, and the rest I don't care about, and neither should you, because... There are two main gentlemen that are in this movie, and this is the second adaptation of a King movie that also has Cusack and Jackson in it. If you saw 1408 from 2007 no. about the hotel room, and no. I saw it and forgettable. Oh, it really? was. Yeah, no. I'd have to go back and maybe do well, it. Well, in that case, why even bother? You already said forgettable yeah so well I mean, you know i mean if you want to watch a hotel room that's not the shining i guess you can go with that movie <laughs> uh maybe that's that's, a, that's the thing that blows me away how how is it that cusack and samuel Jackson. l is in a movie together uh-huh. yeah and just can it's a, just forgettable how i don't know i like both of them i like both of them a lot as actors yeah but. and jackson does a lot of stuff that you don't know it's he him and Cage are the two actors where, like, you either oh. know there's a movie out or you don't for some reason. Right. And back, like, 10, 20 years ago, you'd be like, well, of course I know that this movie's coming out. This budget. Actually, I don't actually don't know the budget. The box office. You want to take a stab at this box office? Released June 10th of 2016, 98 minutes. You got a movie starring Samuel L. Jackson, John Cusack, based off Stephen King. The budget isn't on here because I'm guessing... Super, you don't want to be able high. to compare what the budget was, versus the box office I is. I would throw out $10 million Well, budget. I've had it from a couple of different sources. This movie, allegedly, $1 million. What? That's enough to pay Dr. Evil at some point. $1 million. $1 million. Oh, man. Well, let's go back and get in this DNA of this. Our director, Todd, 1D, not that that should matter, I guess, Williams, has five director credits including this okay okay 1998 the adventures of sebastian cole don't know what that is same with the door and the floor he's got a documentary short wings over the rockies sure paranormal activity too oh there we go and then six years later so at least he's playing off his you know what strength thing what paranormal activity too sure you know, if you're onto a franchise, just direct a sequel of a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His filmography, I don't know if it's ever worth going into. I've seen Paranormal Activity too. I've seen all the Paranormal I, Activities. I I'm I've fine with it. it. I mean, the first one was really good. Um, I think the second one was decent, and then after that, I mean, why, why even bother? <laughs> you know. Fair enough. Cell is about a graphic novelist played by John Cusack. Did you know he was a graphic novelist? I kind of picked that up based okay. on his drawings in his room, but then I didn't really <laughs> connect the dots because I kind of wasn't paying attention very much. It was difficult for me to like stay focused for some reason. Forgettable. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. 
uh, he begins a desperate search for his estranged wife and son after a mysterious cell phone signal transforms New Englander, New Englanders <laughs> slash the world. I'm guessing. It's. I mean, why wouldn't it be? Is it not just? It's not localized. We're talking worldwide, right? Do we ever get a shot assume. of other things? Well, we get a plane crash, but it's also at the but airport he's in. That's lo- hmm. I would assume it's global. Why would, wouldn't okay. it be? Well, I mean, based on the premise of what's happening, okay. the mechanism. Keep right? that. Put a pin in that thought okay. because okay. I I want to go back to the ending of this movie and the thought of localized um, New Englanders into savage killers, also starring Samuel Jackson. Okay. Just want to jump to the end of this movie. I, I've seen this before because, like, oh, it's streaming for free. Let's see what kind of dog shit I'm about to watch. And mm-hmm. this was one of those, for some reason, I watched. I was like, what in the hell is going on? And then I had to, like, I, I'm with you. I think I checked out most of this movie. And then by the end came around, I was like, I must have missed something. So I took a mild dive into the end. like, explain the end of this movie. Right. Another waste of time. It's just stupid. But it. So here's my thing with the localized versus worldwide. Okay. What's the deal with the giant cell antenna at the end of the movie with all these phone? Yeah, they call them phoners, not oh, zombies, not they, anything. It's phoners. Actually call, oh, that is true. They do call them phoners, yeah. don't they? Walking around this giant antenna. Um, I was trying to figure that out too. Like, I understand that the cell, the cell towers. The broadcast, that's how this is all happening, essentially. It's all being transmitted somehow through a frequency. Cool. I can buy that. You know, makes sense. Everybody has a phone. Everybody, all you have to do is be exposed to the sound and boom, that frequency can get you. Even to the point where the infected, they, they can advance whatever thing they're doing to the point where they can actually transmit themselves. They become the transmitter. The humans become the transmitter. Stupid. I, I, I can dig that based on the fact that, like, our brains are like computers and, like, if you reprogram, blah, blah, blah. Sure. In terms of their swarm mentality, it's like they're a school of fish. Schooling. You know what I mean? Just swirling. That's what it seemed like to me. Because bees, they're, they're not doing it in a, in a circle. Bees are crawling all over. These other animals that they're talking about, oh, birds. Birds don't just go in circles. The only thing that goes in circles are fish. You know, and so then it's like it doesn't even matter what animal does what, but in terms of animal, they're trying to like mimic what animals do, and I don't understand the premise behind it. Exactly what you're saying. What purpose does going around in a circle around this antenna? What does that serve? Like, what does that do at all? Does it help generate power to the antenna? Is that is it kind of like the Matrix? Like humans are the energy source. Without oh, actually being, it's, in the it's, matrix. it's like through like the Bluetooth. It's it's wireless. It's wireless uh, energy transfer. Well, you got you got to allow things to happen for this movie to happen. Like I, I was thinking like that, everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was thinking that this is trying to. I don't know when World War Z was written. I can't think of when it was. If hit this that book that had to have been and in this the book 90s, right? came out. No, it was like the early two thousands. I thought. We're roughly the same time, but there's a year difference in these release dates. And you can kind of see there's a little bit of, God, you see, you can't say like they copy, but you've got two movies within the production phase that are almost identical in the way that the zombies behave for the most part. Yes, this movie has them like actually using weapons and being 
God, you say sneaky, smart, controlled, as opposed to World War Z, where they're more just mindless running at you. But again, same thing, like running well, running full tilt zombies but, is horrifying. But that's, that's like a, a storyline that we've been sold that I buy into, is the premise behind zombies being mindless, superhuman creatures. I've bought, I've bought into that platform, you know, versus this... That was my problem with this is trying to figure out what these humans are becoming. Like, clearly they're mindless. They're not themselves anymore. But at the same time, they're smart enough to use weapons in the way that they're supposed to be used. They're able to stay alive somehow, clearly without eating food. Or maybe they are because then they're attacking certain ones that aren't a part of them. And, like, are they eating them or not? Or just killing them for killing sake? I don't. We've discussed rules of the movie being uh-huh. established. I am on board with this first 10 to 20 minutes of this movie with like the airport scene. Yeah. But you're talking about eating something. Uh, you have a man eating a security dog. Oh, that's right. Oh, I did write that down. Yeah. And so, yeah. So why is he not like shooting this dog or why is he eating it? Because everybody else is like being just violent, punching, choking. Well, also every- shooting firearms. Yeah. yeah. Shooting firearms is a very advanced uh, behavior. And yeah. obviously humans are able to do this in the airport scene flawlessly. Like they're shooting them accurately as humans shoot them. You know what I mean? It's like, like what is, how much, how much human is left? Clearly a lot, but their free will is completely gone and they've been programmed to just obey. Well, here's where I get Sorry, off I the rails. Is this movie on. wants to do the horror zombie movie, but you give it 40 minutes to an hour in, and it's trying to tell us that these phoners are basically trying to recruit or get everybody to hear the signal. And right. the argument with like right. zombie movies, like, well, all they want to do is like spread the virus. Right. Okay. Well, this movie is portraying things to be a little bit more intelligent. So why so much violence? Why well, wouldn't was, it be that was, more? That was my entire question, too, because I'm like, why are you killing people when you don't need to kill them? When all you need to do is force them to a phone, and yeah. boom, they're converted. And then once the the uh, once the phoners become vessels of programming, why not just signal? hold them down? Ah, you're one of us. Boom, easy. Like, why the killing? If they're not eating them, which clearly they are <laughs> eating them. So it's like you said, I mean, if the security guard is eating the dog, which again, why? That's the only like, that's really the only time I remember seeing like eating, right? I Otherwise, think so. it's, just it's just killing. It's just attacks. Yeah, because anytime like, they're attacked, it's like someone's getting stabbed or right. dead. Or... Well, it's it's like when they went into that house and those two girls are on the ground. Gun Gunshots. Yes. Okay. Clearly one shot the other. Remember the gun. The other one shot the... Uh, or something. Okay. I don't know. You bring up the gun thing. This movie tries to be very in your face, I feel, with its political stance, maybe? Phones. I mean, Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's staring at it. Everybody's yeah. talking on it. Oh, we all get infected with this weird thing that makes you violent. Right. And then they're walking around, and they see this house that basically says, hey, we've got guns. Was it like the... Don't come on this property. We're gun owners, and they're right. like, "Oh well, if we need weapons, this is the place to yeah, go." It's they like, have a joint. It's cash. like, okay, so what are we saying? Are we pro gun, anti gun? Are we saying the gun nut? Like, what are you? So, what are I, you saying at that statement? I never, I never got that vibe, but I see where you're coming from. I do because I don't know to give it credit for it or not. 
takes the intellectual leap of connecting dots and doing more rational things that someone might do in the situation except that it still can't adhere to its own rules because at one point like we can only travel at night and then halfway through it just stops and they're just walking in the middle of the daylight well that was because they realized the phoners had uh uh evolved to the point where they could um or didn't matter operate at night yeah they weren't uh so they weren't required to sleep uh, and reboot or whatever reboot they said or whatever they called it yeah uh, which makes sense like i could follow that because it's like yeah you know the human brain um, needs to sleep well, if, not so much that it's like the the so the for me the whole premise was behind it was wasn't because of cell phones it was literally technology the internet computers uh, are controlling everything and they're constantly learning so then all they're doing is just updating as they go figuring out how to like improve that's all right. and I I bought into that and that was why I accepted that because it was like well yeah I mean if all of this stuff is happening in this in this world like why would that not be completely logical that the computers that are causing this all to happen aren't you know also constantly learning and upgrading and becoming more advanced and more efficient to get more of yeah. the phoners for whatever they do for them i don't know i think because you watch this and like there's kind of rules established and then it's not and then all of a sudden we're introduced to this red hooded zombie red hooded zombie with headphones on in one of his dreams and then it's all of a sudden like freddy cougar of like oh he was also in my dreams too he was in everybody's dream. that and his little group and like well, what are we dealing with here and then soon after that you can just a phoner can go up to somebody's ear and transmit this signal that turns them into a phoner too but you still have this recurring issue of well, everybody's seeing the same person. Turns out Cusack's character like created him for his graphic novel. And you're like, wait, so did Cusack create this virus? And then I and then I thought, maybe the movie we're watching is his graphic novel. I mean, yeah, I like that idea because the other the other uh train of thought I had when they were talking about that red hooded character was, well, Cusack is sort of a fortune seer, or you know. Uh, fortune teller okay. sort of deal he's uh whatever those are called soothsayer um a vision came to him as he's a creative type and he's just trying to come up with ideas you know this came to his head boom he makes it and then boom actually he's foreseeing the future and this is the red-headed character that it eventually goes red into hood every- he's not red-headed red hood <laughs> red-hooded character that goes into everybody's head but why why are these people seeing these you, nightmares you of not, like these you, weird visions? You like, did not ask that question. I, I'm going to because <laughs> for a, a stupid reason, we basically have the introduction of this character yeah. getting a blow draw from his wife in, in the bathroom while he's like walking down the hallway. So we get this like psych out. Oh, is it real? Oh, no, it's a dream. And you're like, why are we? What are we doing? Right. And that's why I go back to maybe this movie is just like his graphic novel and it's super meta because. Like I said, they're doing more logical things in this movie than what you'd give the average like horror movie to do. Like, hey, we should find weapons. Oh, it happens. There's like a probably a gun nut house here based on their and boom, stuff. fully stocked, yeah, and yeah. accessible, yeah. yeah. And the allowances that happen for them to like go through their yeah. journey, and you're like, I take the stance of like because it gets it gets weird with the supernatural a little bit with this being being in all their 
dreams. And then we get introduced. Sorry, folks. We're going to jump around this movie because there's not a whole lot to it. It's walking (laughs) with some stops. Yeah. And sleeping and running over people in a field. And getting stuck on those people. Oh, my God. But then somehow getting out. Well, you put it in the lower gear, and it's easy that's to go over the, the skulls and the entrails and whatever else, yeah. dousing it with gas. You no longer slip. Yeah. So going back to like why I think it's a novel, like they are driving to the big phone tower, and there's like protesters on the roadside. Like, wait, what? Why? How? It's allegedly like a dead zone for phones, and like everybody's running from that. But these guys are protesting on the side of the road that he's going there. Oh, we, is this is this a message that as a viewer I need to pay attention to as well? A my person? problem, my problem with your theory is the fact there's no why, problems. Why? <laughs> Don't, uh-uh. Why would they not? Why would they not cop to it in the end? Cop to what? This being his because this graphic movie, novel. This movie gives you false stuff all along the way with the dreams and then the ending of it. Yeah, but so, at the end, at the end, the ending is literally. He did not escape. It absorbed him. Okay, but, but go- and that's how they control. That's how this thing controls everybody. It gives them their their heaven. See, reality. that's an interesting thing. So while he is a phoner in his head, he is walking the tracks. He's doing with exactly his son. what he wants to do. His greatest desire is to be with his son. Okay, and- well, going with that logic, what are these people seeing when they're attacking other people? Uh, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> their heaven is their murder. Heaven. No, no, their heaven is whatever there is. So they don't know. They, I guess, we they don't know what's going we, on. With their we've own body. we've never actually, uh, we 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 aren't shown what the mechanism is. We have not sh- been shown like yeah, it's what stupid. what the process is or anything. We we're under the assumption they're mindless zombies or program zombies. Okay, highly functioning program zombies. Okay, well, going back to I why I think it's a book, and then he they stumble upon a campsite with a guy who's got his ice cream truck. Rigged with C4, who's been awake for days and days and days, who's also having visions and telling him what to do, who then goes off into the forest and blows himself blows up. up. Now with and a gun, with explosives, around, yeah. giving Cusack the means to, to commit, you know, finish the goal of, you got to take out this one tower for some reason is like the end all be all to this signal, which right. really isn't explained either, where there's no. cell towers all over the place. Cell towers. And that's like, I had to go back, wait, what am I watching? Yeah. And the logic, like... Speaking of logical things to do, when he's Cusack is going to go do this mission by himself, and like they have the mindset or the the foresight to like here's some spray paint, spray paint where you're going, always on the left side. That's where I'll be looking. Yeah, these and initials. it comes back because when he is then in his as you say heaven, walking the train tracks with the sun, they see the signs. Yep. And like yes, we're going to go meet up with my friends because yeah, he's because he's getting he's seeing everything he wants that he wanted. He wanted his son. He wanted to. You know, go after it, the rest of the clan, and they wanted to see the signs that they're yes. that they made it, and they're still traveling. So, with the ending of this movie, he drives the ice cream truck through this mm. through through the. No. Well, he doesn't drive through. He does. It. He does. Yeah. Well, but he doesn't he like does run over through. people. No, for they some stop reason it. they stop and let him go. So he gets to the middle, and instead of just getting up to the tower to explode it, he stops it way too far back. And yeah. then the guy in the red hoodie is there. Yeah. And he kind of, he hits him kind of, anyways, and then his son comes out from the herd and gets right into his ear and passes. And that is when he gets, that's when he becomes a phoner. How do we like this? And 
Uh, I don't know how the book ends. All I know is that there's issues with how the book ends, and that's why the ending of this movie is different. Do we want him to succeed in his mission of no. taking out this one tower? No. Uh, for me personally, it makes no sense the why whole, he's doing it. The movie it. makes no sense well, to me. Right. The whole movie doesn't make sense. But the idea that this one tower is the force of everything is ridiculous because technology is a network. Yeah. You don't just destroy one tower and the whole thing's done. That's not how that works. So right there, that makes no sense to me. And I don't know. But if then I, again, who knows why these people are swarming around the tower? I don't know. It's almost like a religious thing. It's like a uh, oh, what am I trying like to say? Like a cult. Yeah, yeah, worship. Like they're trying to worship right, this they're thing. They're worshiping, and, and he's and it's like the premise: you go in, you take out this false idol, all the flock disappears, disperses. But instead of actually succeeding in bringing down the cult, you're absorbed into it. Yeah, and this place is just so far out in the boons. It seems like. Well, yeah. It's like, were they there to protect it? Like, why are they there? Like, if again, right. if the goal is to get everybody into this hive mind, why do you have a thousand whatever people around this one tower in the middle of nowhere marching around at night? The other are they out is, during the day? Well, the other question is, why are they doing that at all? Well, yeah, because it's established earlier that, okay, our characters make it to this academy where there's a bunch of people, a bunch of these phoners sleeping in the field. And they learn yeah. it's coming out of their mouth, too. And they're playing music for them, so they're asleep. So they yes. drive a truck that disperses gas, drive yeah. over them. Sprays them. And then Lights don't them up. light them up. But then forget that, well, when you take the truck off there and it's still going, the fire is going to follow oh, the gas right. to the truck and explode the truck. And it kills Weird. the headmaster. So they got to take the kid with yeah, them. Yeah, and it creates this whole other dynamic and, because they weren't smart enough to realize that gas is flammable the entire time. <laughs> Not just on the things you spray it on, but everywhere it goes. Weird. Remember when we talked about Willy's so Wonderland, weird. that gas evaporates eventually? Eventually. But this is pretty quick. Uh, so it, the like, time frame yeah, that, they, that they drive up and yeah. they light it up, no, it would definitely be flammable. Yeah. The amount of gas, too. So the more volume you have, the longer it'll last, for sure. Yeah, Willie's figured it out, man. Um, you'd have figured it out if you'd have watched... Willie's Wonderland. Well, if, if <laughs> Willie's Wonderland would have watched Cell before they did their movie, they didn't own gas. Do it quick. My, my thought was, when I was first watching this, this is a take on... Too much society issues. Societies, yeah. Mm, I don't like it. And... Uh, we're too plugged in and it's going to destroy us. Um, and then I also came to mind was M. Night Shyamalan's, uh, with the, I forget the title, but the trees, the plants were killing us. <laughs> the happenings. Yeah. It was that, it was that sort of, uh, area too. You know yeah. what I mean? That dimension of like the earth is going to take care of itself or, you know, humans are just, yeah, we've, I, we've had our time. We're going to be taken out by our own means, essentially, you know? But also, I didn't understand. Like, normally it's like, with the happening, it's like, okay, we're destroying the Earth. The Earth is, like, fighting back. I get that. Okay, cool. Uh, Versus this, it's like, why? I get it. The computers or technology or whatever is taking over, and it wants to control us, and it can. Okay, why? Why keep us alive? Why do the hive thing? Yeah. It's never explained. Why? Well... You go back to like to the social issues and like obviously the phones. Yeah. Everybody's got a phone. Yeah. It's gonna be our downfall. You know, they find the gun nuts. So again, it's like, what is your what are you talking about? What what is what are you saying about people who advertise they have weapons or weapons in general? What are you saying? You know, I've seen those signs as like the gun pointing out and it says like 
you'll shot on sight. Like probably, right. you know what I mean? Like there's always some saying on like, right. Okay. Are you saying for or against gun rights? It's a weird, it's a weird call out to just be like, Oh, we're going to a house as opposed to a pawn shop, a gun shop, anything you just were in. Were they in Boston? You know what I mean? Like on your walking, I'm sure you found something, but now that you're in suburbia, all of a sudden it's like, well, now we need weapons. Now we need to arm up. Okay. Weird commentary. If you say so. If that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're. It is a weird commentary if it is one, yeah. Because I felt like if you're going to do a commentary, be more forward about it. Well, going off of that, too, they, after the headmaster dies or whatever, they've got the kid, you know, give him a pistol. Like, I've never shot a pistol. And the girl they're with is like, well, have you ever played a first person shooter game? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, right. she's like, well, it's like that. It's like, well, no, no, it's but not. It's actually not at all. Again, is this your commentary on it's media? My. Yeah, my my take was it's commentary on media and our society as a whole. So when, basically down with phones, down with video games, down with guns. Not necessarily down, just showcasing how how disconnected and how far society has come in terms of uh away from reality, really. I mean, uh, not not away from reality, but we've we've augmented our own reality to the current state of cell phones, which are real. And first-person shooter games, which are real, but they're also guns are uh, real too. And guns are real too, but they're all our creation. They're all things we've created, which have impacts on our society as a whole. So I could see that as commentary for sure. But also with the whole scene with that girl and that uh, kid, I was thinking, yeah, that's like normal society, especially young people. It's like, well, no, they're all glued to screens. They're you know gaming and shooting it's like people that our age too just like oh yeah you know i play halo and i play uh i don't know the the world war Two one halo was so 20 years ago bro <laughs> right I, I don't know I, we're dating i, don't I know it's we're dating anymore. but um you know what i mean it's like yeah oh i spent hours and hours shooting and shooting and shooting and it's like no actually you don't at all that is not real at all it's like saying oh i'm an excellent a bowler or golfer because I play Wii bowling or golfing. No, it's not the same at all. How do you feel about the thrust of this movie being that he has to get to his son? So he meets Samuel L. Jackson on the, he, Samuel L. is a train conductor in the subway. He runs down there from the airport. They meet. And again, logically speaking, they're like, yeah, the train's not going to move right. because the power's out. And because there's no one down here, it's going to start filling with water in a couple hours. We can't stay here. We got to move. Most of the train dwellers stay there him and one other person like the two three people leave but the thrust is like i am going new hampshire connecticut wherever i gotta find my son yeah wife ex-wife whatever she is eh, maybe I don't know. i'm so all about my son i'm but all about Samuel, my son that i haven't seen for a year over a year and i don't think they're divorced either he like moved yeah. out to like pursue his dreams of being whatever a graphic artist yeah. or something and which means i can never come home and see my son that I love so dearly. Yeah, it, that's a weird thing Doesn't to throw into sense. this. Like, why isn't it? Why can't it just be business trip? I'm away from home. This incident happens. I gotta get home. Why is it got to be this element of like estranged wife, kid I haven't seen? Like, just make it as simple as yeah, I'm in Boston. The shit went down. Now I gotta get my way back. Weird. Is it drama for drama's sake? Again. Is it a commentary on being a father, having a family? Like, I don't. When you start tweaking something as simple for a plot device as that, it's got to make it more complicated. Why? 
Right. No, I again. It's just I get it. like he loves his family. He's getting home. It doesn't have to be but what, why estranged the, at all, right? But why wasn't the premise too like, oh, I have to travel for work. I want to be home, but I can't. Why is it? I literally have the choice, and I'm choosing not to go home and see my son that I love so much. Yeah, because we don't. They are okay. Well, they are in a scene together, but neither one of them are about live, right? Essentially, themselves. Yeah. So yeah, it goes back to this weird. When you're making this screenplay and movie, why are we adding this little flavor of this dynamic between father, son, and wife when it can be as simple as, well, yeah, he's just out of town and this this just happened. But he's got to get like shit on like, well, you haven't been here for a year. And like, when are you coming home? It's like, oh, "Oh, I'm not coming It's like, well, dude, you're able to (laughs) you're able to walk from this airport to the house. You're not that far away. No, you're very, very close. And it took, and what, three graphic, days? You're a graphic novelist. Really? You don't have a ton of time? A ton of free time? You can't, you can't draw at home. No. No. And your your venues, like your, uh, you know, showings or whatever you call them, you know, yeah. show up and see the fans. Really? They take that long? Oh, oh, a couple hours here, a couple hours there? Maybe that's why really? I don't like this movie. Like, it's just shortcut after shortcut of... Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I, this movie is just walking to a place... Sleeping, yeah. Getting some expedition, expedition, <laughs> exposition dump. Walk to the next place. More knowledge given, and end of movie. And you're like, but I like the first ten minutes. Yeah. Could this not be like it the had whole movie? Potential. Yeah. Like the the tavern. Oh, I love there the were, tavern scene. Really? That, that, no, I I take that back. I love that <laughs> woman character when she's first introduced. I thought like that the, was funny. The drunk. The yeah, drunk like barfly, uh, yeah, and just like calling everybody out, and then like trying to flirt with Samuel L, and he's not having it at all. I I love that scene. I thought it was funny. But again, we're introduced to something that breaks the rules. She gets woken up and goes to the door and puts her ear to the door and becomes a phoner, and then she's just standing there. Why didn't they all go in there when they're asleep? So another question: If if they're able to transmit through solid material. Why does everybody not get converted then? Clearly, it's operating like wireless. It is wireless transmission yeah, at that point. Right, but not only that, but it's able to go through a solid solid well, yeah. uh, material. Well, like Why they, does everybody in the building not just become inundated? Well, it brings us to the question. Why don't you get 20 people around the building, all make the sound? You just got right. all those recruits. Well, why don't they just jump if, through windows and break down doors? Because clearly they're still functional. They're not mindless zombies. That's what I'm saying. The uh, first 10, 20 minutes establishes a world in which we live. Yeah. It's disregarded by like minute 40 of uh, what we're doing. You're like, you, basically you're wanting to have father needs to get to son by walking yeah. and something has to happen. That is a good oh, question make it zombies. too. So like uh, – I would assume, well, this is in New England area. There's old vehicles that are non-computerized. Why are there? Why are they not seeking out these old vehicles that run on gas and driving places? Clearly, the ice cream truck worked, but if you're like you're saying, they're in a dream. So if they're in a dream or in his novel, they hide out under a boat I, at one point. I was like, actually, where are you guys? Could you not use a boat? Yeah, wouldn't a boat be? Ad- I was thinking about that when they when they were under the boat. I was like. Isn't that the ideal situation? You go on the boat. These mindless zombies don't realize that they can drown anymore because they're well, under they my sw- control. Well, can they swim? 
They're fully functioning. That I, is, I say that, that knowing thing. that this scene where they're running through the forest, one of them runs into a tree. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so we've got ones that can't see or are stupid. Because <laughs> you just, again, showed me they were hiding behind trees stalking these people. Yes. Now that they're running, at they're least running one of them weapons. doesn't know what a tree looks like. Or just not to run into solid hmm. objects. Yeah, like... Really? Again. It, yeah, I, the this rules. This needs the to rules. be, like... Just follow the yeah, rules. Come they're, on now. They're... They're stealth until they can't, or shouldn't it be stealth for the sake of the movie? Well, it's like, uh, what was it when the when they were introduced to the the kid and the caretaker at the uh, academy at, at or whatever? The academy, yeah. The the, the phoners, the phoners, uh, popped out of the, out of the high weeds and from behind trees. They were all hiding. When was right? that? After they burned them? No. Wasn't that at oh. the academy when they first showed up? All of a sudden, because the one the one kid was on the swing, petting the dog. Oh no, that what was after was that? they got the guns. I think at that house. Oh, okay, right. They go they outside shot and, the yeah. kid. Yeah, he's on. The, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Then, and then, then, then all of a sudden they start coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, literally. like they were watching them. They were they were yeah. watching and hiding. Mm-hmm. So here's a yeah. question: Why not, for the movie's sake, why not do the boat scene? Why not? Have them go out on the water, establish that they can or cannot swim, just for the sake of doing that. They're right there. Because it doesn't matter in the. Uh, the it does because the, the whole movie doesn't matter, <laughs> so it does matter. Because <laughs> you bring it up, if these things can operate a gun, have weapons, can hide in the dark. Because in the subway, when they're walking out, there's just one hiding in the shadows with an axe, and DJ right. Liquid gets it in the chest. DJ Liquid did get smoked. Can these things then drive? Liquid smoke. But see, again, you have a plane crash at the airport. Is it strictly because there was violence on the plane? Or did the pilot get phonered and then like purposely crashed it? Well, that's the question, too. What? What's going on? The phoners are not trying to commit suicide, or are they? I wrote down in my notes. I don't know. They look like they so were attacking those who are not. Suicidal zombies? <laughs> well, they're attacking non-phoners, right? But it goes back to the argument by the end of the movie. Are you not trying to recruit everybody yes, and then to for what the high end? mentality, yeah. Just to have them under control. Because if you got an airport scenario. If 75 to 85% of people in the airport are on their phone at the time that signal goes off, you can easily overtake the rest of them in groups. And just hold them down. Yeah. So I would say the premise behind violence is for the terror factor. And there again, if you got the phoners who become phoners, just keep your phone on and hold it up on speakerphone. You get everybody else in the building. That is a good question. If it's just hmm. based on sound waves, clearly hmm. it's based on sound waves. Because yeah. they can look at the phone, text messages, it's fine. They were texting back and forth just fine. No problems. I would like a little bit more it like... sound waves. That's I, so dumb. When they're walking the streets, I want to hear random phones going off in like people's houses or pay phones of like, yeah, always answer the phone because they do that... And then they get to his apartment. Speaking of the apartment, putting a cell phone in the freezer to preserve the battery. Ooh, is that I did a thing? Wa- is that a thing? No, that's actually, I wrote that down. That's actually the opposite of what you want. Electronics need to be cool. When they're really hot or really cold, it drains the battery. It zaps them. Yep. When when Samuel L's like, oh, yeah, you got to keep it in the freezer. It'll last for like five days. I'm like, that's completely wrong. Completely wrong. It's just like it's when we did, uh, oh, my God, what was that? Uh, from Paris with Love, like his cell phone, battery's low. 
and it's back when you could pop cell phone batteries out and like oh, he rubs yeah. it on his head and like the static electricity <laughs> like, oh my god it. guys like, <laughs> you can't even take a battery out of a phone anymore without needing special equipment but okay yeah yeah putting it in the freezer cool Oh, also, um, if we're gonna talk about weird stuff, yeah, let's do. Why it. did Why did uh, Cusack put on a stocking cap in the beginning of the movie in the airport? Where did the stocking cap come from, and why did he decide to put it on his head? Was it to protect him from the uh, inundation from the phoners? Is it protection, like a condom? Um, <laughs> well, we're looking for symbolism now. Well, that's the whole movie, uh, isn't it? I'm gonna say it came from the prop department, and they knew they'd be outside in cold weather. It's like. I'm wearing a beanie the whole time. Then Samuel Jackson's wearing a hat too. He's wearing there, they, but I he's mean, no that got is less the hair too. They're also he was also underground. It's really cold underground. And it looked cool for that's his duster true. or trench coat, whatever that is. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking them. is that his uh, it is New England. It is cold, so I get that. But yeah, exactly. Is he thinking? Oh, I got to get out of here. AKA, I got to go outside. It's cold outside. I should put on a hat. I, I never think that way, and I live in Montana in, in the winter. I don't put on a hat until, I, you know, I'm literally at the door, yeah. headed out. couple things. Let's go back to this academy that they meet. Was it for the deaf? There's something going on in here of deaf people not being, well, obviously you can't get phonered if you're deaf. Oh, I did not pick okay, up on that maybe, at all. I don't know why, but I've seen this twice, and I swear each time there's some line in there about deaf kids, deaf people. It's like... Interesting. Why don't our characters here, I don't know, put on headphones, headphones or Earplugs. yeah, something, something you can play with in this movie. If yeah. you know that it's like, yeah, it's easy <gasps> enough to not answer a phone. Well, okay. The other thing that yeah. they've got, I don't know how they get all these phoners to sleep in this field, but they say the music keeps them asleep. So, the Academy was playing the music, correct? Right. So the sound coming from the phoners, they were saying, like, basically, like, they know way too much about what's going on without having any context. Right. Saying, like, oh, they're, like, rebooting, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's coming from their mouths. Isn't that when, like, they stabbed him in the leg and, like, look, they don't do anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they're completely out of it. Right. Going back to establishing the rules, do these things need to sleep? Because this is this scene is telling me, the music keeps them asleep, but then you're able to drive a truck on them and spray them with gas. And they only wake up once you light them up. They didn't even wake up. Well, they kind of yeah, did. Some of them. Because well, yeah, they had they to shoot started them. Running. Are these things alive? I'm not going to say that. Are they alive? Yes. Are Maybe. they needing sleep? They they might be. Based on, like you were saying, like, I mean, they are still humans. And if they are, they technically have to be alive. Um, I would assume they would still need sleep for brain function. Maybe not. Maybe the whatever is controlling them can just operate them like a computer, and it, computers don't need sleep. Their circuitry don't doesn't need sleep. Well, they because, need to be restarted and re, re yeah. um, rebooted once in a while. But well, because you know. get the attack on the cavern at night, and like they're establishing early on, like we only can only travel at night to sleep during the day. But it's also like, well, you got to find a good place during the day to sleep. So that you right. don't get found, and then it like changes the rules again. Like, well, you don't need to get it by cell phone. They're transmitting it. And you're like, oh my god, like what? And then they go to a uh, look like an abandoned drive-in theater, and they find just this mound of burnt phones. And some of them are ringing. And again, I'm like, where are all these massive people dumping their cell phones? Well, and was, then, was there was there multiple piles of burnt phones? There was one, and it was then, like 
Because like what? they whatever place they stayed in for the night, they came out of the door and it was piled right in front of the door. See, and that's where, I, well, I guess we're going to be confused. I thought they went in one door and out the other, but Maybe. I think even I think even in the they might have I don't establishing know. shot of it, like they walk by like skateboards towards the, the building. Skateboarder kids that killed each other. I didn't see, there was no were there bodies just, yeah there's kids were there bodies there I don't there's know. skateboard okay. kids sure. yeah so are you telling me the cell phone showed up while they slept that was my take but that but doesn't make sense because the cell phone they came in and and where they left so but the cell phones are the mechanism to get people exactly why are you killing your recruits that makes no sense no i'm with you dude well, why it's... are you destroying the thing that gets people to be your because phone they don't or... need to at that point well, so are you but why even bother destroy them well <laughs> Yeah, so is it sending a message because it's like if you can just do it through mouths now. Well, I think then surround the building and that was do the your phoners, sound. That was the phoner's uh, whole premise. Like interesting. Ha, 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 I think like, in, we don't even need phones anymore. Look at this. We're gonna burn them. Maybe I, I need know. to go back and rewatch that scene because I guess I didn't. I don't know. You blink and you miss it, and this one was like, oh, we're done. Well, I think it's like you're saying too. Like, I think one of the main. <laughs> it's like ghost on the wall sneeze. <laughs> The house is live. What's so spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I think this movie is exactly what you're saying. Is they're trying to do so many things. They're trying to be meta about so many things instead of just being clear and simple. They should have just kept it simple and done it well. But instead, they were trying to bebop everywhere. They're very vague about things, but still like trying to be mysterious for some reason. I that's my take on it because. Like you're saying, I mean, we're bringing up so many questions, and it's like, why? Well, maybe this, maybe that. Maybe that's the whole point of the movie. They're just trying to raise a bunch of questions for the sake of being like, why is this happening? I don't know. You know, going back to the ending, I, you know, he drives that truck in there, and then he starts walking around, and his son comes out to him. And, you know, he misses his son so much, he bends down and hugs him. And then we get the flash of, like, they're walking down the tracks. Yeah, but... Or he detonates the truck. So, so my take on... No, he never detonates the truck. That's all no, he said no. too. No, he detonates no, no, the no. truck, and then no. They... In in his mind, all of that happened because what really happened in the movie was he tried to escape because he was going to detonate the truck, and he got swarmed up. He got swallowed up by the by the walking people. Instead of just going with the flow and like slowly like shifting through them, he tried to go against the flow like a moron, and he got trampled. And then in his mind, he was boom. Back into the middle by the okay. truck. I got, there was we, a weird flash. I think we got two interpretations of the ending. No, no. This, oh, you need to watch it. I've seen this movie twice. I don't oh, okay. want to see it a third time. Any <laughs> just part the of scene. It. Just the scene. Because it didn't make sense when I watched it until it was like, okay. So that he found, he completely made that. It was all made up in his mind. He got trampled and phoned. He became a phoner. His son got him. No. Okay. Let's, let's backtrack. He drives the ice cream truck th- slowly through the herd. Yes. Okay. Gets he sees the guy the- in red and hits him with the car, yes. and then he gets out. And then for some reason, because his his he hears his son's voice in the herd, so he starts walking further from the truck. Another point: How is it the cell phone is the one that's able to detonate the C four? You would think that the cell phones shouldn't. Anytime you pick up a phone, and I get he can Boom. just hit the the dialing, the sound should be coming out. You would think. Anyways, neither here nor there. For some reason, this one cell phone is able to make the call to detonate the C4. He hears his son's voice. He starts walking to it. Yes. Sons comes out of the herd. This is where he gets hugged, and then the son leans so, into his ear, and it cuts. Oh, no. You see him flip the phone up, 
explosion. Cut to they're walking, walking on the train on the tracks. tracks. Cut to he's, he's back in, in the, the herd. herd. He gets phonered when his son comes out. I thought he his... got phonered when he got trampled. Because he got. Oh trampled. yeah, he did walk in there looking for his son, but he got out. Oh, did he? He crawl starts walking out? like against. Yeah, he's walking against the flow. Right, but he gets and he out. got knocked down, and they were stepping on him right? because he hears his son's voice everywhere. But he gets out. Oh, he does. He crawls out, and that's when his and son comes he out. And then he hears his son. He's like, "Oh, son!" And then cut to tracks. But again, no, no, no. If you're establishing, that, that, so, 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 when he's talking to his son, he detonates. There's a giant cloud, uh huh, giant explosion that engulfs everything. Cut to on the tracks. I thought he was dead. I thought they were too, and then because he realized cut- his son can't be saved, so he just he's like, "All right, I'll just right. this all, yes, this is heaven." That made total sense because clearly his son is a phoner. There's a, no saving it's him. It's a jarring transition, isn't Boom. it? Boom, and then all of a sudden on the tracks, and you're like, "Wait, he's dead. Is this heaven?" Cut to in the herd. Okay, that I, I that, think, that happens. I think part of me would rather see the ending. Do you like this weird heaven scene? I do like it. Why? Because it just works. It, it works for, <laughs> it works for me right. it works for me with this movie at this point like for me that makes a lot of sense the fact that this entity this computer this technology is able to generate uh, a heaven in your mind your personal heaven to keep you occupied i guess okay. in your own mind prison sure but keep you happy uh. i don't know why it needs to do that it can just control you but Okay, cool. It can do that. Um, so is there a cure for this? Absolutely not. Okay. I thought at some point they were like, yeah, if we go to their, whatever. Their, their cure was on. destroy this one satellite tower. It would fix everything somehow. Yeah. Because the explaining care, how. Because the caretaker knew. Okay. because No, no. That, that crazy guy knew. Well, the with whole. With the ice cream truck, right? Yeah. So they were going up that way. And it's a Kashawick. Wasn't it? They told like there's no cell right. phone service up there. And like, okay, we'll go there because it'll be safe. Right. And it turns out like there's a giant one up there. Literally, like it's it's complete opposite of what okay. they're saying. It's supposed to be a trap. They discussed it. They're like, it's a trap. It's a trap. Going back to the ending like, again. I guess I would like to see. I, I don't need the heaven scene. I'm more on the side of let the kid. You know what? Maybe I am on board. You have the scene of the kid leaning in with mouth open, doing the signal. Yeah. And then maybe you do like one of those. I don't know, cliche, maybe quick zooms into his eye and you see this heaven scene and then it comes out and like the boy like grabs the dad's hand and pulls him into the herd. End of movie. Yeah. Definitive of what's going on and we're done. I think that would have been a better transition for sure. Question. Is hooded guy real? He's showing up in dreams he Cusack's character when he gets to the house, the wife is locked in the closet. He thinks it's him. We think it's him because that's what's on screen. Turns out it's the wife. He gets to the tower, hits him, but he's never in the background since then. Is this thing real? No. Corporal on Earth can be hit by a car. No. Okay. Well, then what I, the hell is this? I thing? think exactly what you're saying. It's like integrating his like being the novelist, the graphic novelist. This is just. But how is it other people are seeing this creation that no one else knows exists in their because, dreams? Because that's this isn't real. It's all not real. It's all the novel. That's what. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. This is all a part of his novel. That's why none of this movie makes sense. <laughs> this is the first draft of his of his graphic novel yes, that we're watching. Yes, and he's sleeping right now. 
He's obsessed with it. Oh he's God. just trying to like get it done. You know, it's it's taking away from his family. He's he's not at home because he's trying to. He's this this graphic novels like taking over his life. What he's if, dreaming right now. Okay, what if this? What if this movie act? Okay, let's go back. This movie ends like I said. Pulls yeah. him into the herd. The real ending to this movie is either he wakes up and says, "I have an ending for my story," or he's sitting at his desk and he finishes drawing that scene. And it says, end of story. Is this a better movie if at the end of it you realize he was writing a graphic novel? For me, yes. And putting in his own like commentaries on the things we've talked about because they're in this movie, so they got to be in this graphic novel. The movie ends with us knowing it wasn't real. It's him finishing his graphic novel. Yeah, I like that. Or would it piss audiences off more? Oh, uh... <laughs> For St- Stephen King fans, I think it'd piss them off. But for me, as a movie watcher, I would appreciate that. I'd, I'd give it. I'd give it more pass. You know what I mean? I'd be like, ah, okay. If we realize, as long as it's not a dream, it's all it's all ridiculous. I'm kind of over. Oh, it was all a dream. It was all in my head. I'm more on board with. Oh, it was just him being creative. Because then you'd have the. For me, that makes more sense. The yeah, with being a graphic novel, all this stuff that doesn't make sense is totally uh, okay in a graphic novel because you give some forgiveness of like the yes. weirdness of the rules and what's fantasy. happening yeah. and then just the random dumb all the weird stuff, stuff that's yeah. happening it's literally all just make-believe so yeah it's all good so for halloween movie pass is it's got yeah uh, maybe the first 20 watch for some uh, anarchy violence and then after that like it really slows down you don't get back up into that violence very yeah intense. i would i'd say this is only a watch for like extreme Cusack Jackson fans. I would say I would say that. Okay. I would say if you're into other stuff, nah. Okay. <laughs> There's other things. Do you want to end with a review? Sure. I'm ready for this. <laughs> okay. All right. It's titled A Decent Film Despite Itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a purist when it comes to adaptations. And I don't hate this. At the same time, I don't love it. Let me just say this. Five out of ten stars is what this rating is accurate sure it almost would have worked better as a miniseries that's kind of valid i would be on board for maybe like right draw it out six hour and yeah, yeah six hour miniseries or something like that okay yeah. fair point so is a quasi zombie story by stephen king circa 2005 it's basically the thing kirkman ripped off while developing the walking dead uh, let's backtrack here <laughs> zombies have been around long before stephen king wrote about it in a novel called cell god damn it that's so stupid the novel is lumbering melancholy at and at times humorous take on the zombie genre and the mass market emergence of mobile communication devices i have only one oh how many have i read stephen king works one book all the way through and that was the shining i cannot get through one of his books whoever wrote this and if you read the book good on you the filmmakers do their damnedest at placing it into a modern time frame, but it's almost too well adapted. <laughs> what? While I'm not against changes in remakes, they almost would have been better off just sticking to the material and going all in. I've got no basis for that. I haven't read the book. Right. Sure. Either way, I don't hate. It's just that the non-committal to either the source material or the new take oh. left the movie in a sort of state of limbo. That could explain okay. all the holes we're seeing. Yeah. They're jumping back and forth between two different storylines. That could so be So dumb. Well, I did read some, you know, any book, no matter it's like page length, it's hard to adapt that into. Sure. 
into a something. Play. And when yeah, you got yeah. a Stephen King book that is probably way too many pushing details. a thousand so pages right. and has so much fucking fluff in it, right? No, you're I, just like I, I okay, get that. well, I get that, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, with source material, you need to stick to the basics. You need to have the basis of the story as the concrete part of the screenplay. Yeah, and there you sure. can you can elaborate on details for sure. I'm mm-hmm. all about that, but the plot has to remain solid. And I'm from this review, I'm getting the take that they were all over the place. Well, speak of but miniseries, it uh-huh. was a miniseries. Oh, really? With, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, back in was that the '90s? I really want to say like it was a movie, but I mean, yeah, I thought it was. It was like a miniseries on CBS. On CBS, but, Steve, but I mean, King what? had a bunch of those in the '90s. He had like Langoliers, I think Tommy Knocker, like he had. You know, the stand, he's had miniseries on TV. Oh. And talking about Stephen King is a whole different podcast that we could go into of like his stuff. I don't generally care for his stuff. When that the newest it movie was coming, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to read the book. I couldn't finish it even before or the second one came out, and I just gave up because there's just too much off the left side of the main story going. I was like, I can't I can't dedicate my time to this. We gotta get back oh. to the core of the story here. And I feel like that's my problem with would be my problem with reading. So I was like, okay, this is my this is the main theme and going. Oh, we're taking a left turn to talk about what now for how many pages? Right. When can I just like skip? His books need to come with like if you want to read more about this person, read these pages. Otherwise, just keep on trucking. Well, can it be like uh, movies and this can be the edited version and this can be the <laughs> the writer's cut? Yeah, maybe that's twice as long. Uh, okay, so we left off with it, leaves it in a state of limbo. They end by saying, overall, I'm glad I saw the film. I just wish it was willing to stick to a side and just run with it. That is an interesting... I, I feel like this reviewer needs to pick a side. No, they picked it. Did they? they, they I'm glad I saw okay. the film. I just wish it was stuck. I Yeah, they, maybe, gave, it okay. a, they gave it a thumbs up, but not super thumb, big. Not two up. thumbs up, but one thumbs up. Oh, this says worldwide gross was $1,323. So it wow. broke even. Wow. And worldwide. Dude, that's just it. You have a Samuel L. Jackson movie with John Cusack. I would say yeah. Jackson's a higher caliber. Mm, and you're, br- well, yeah. I guess it depends on what you're in for. Yeah. Man, that is. True. I don't know which popularity differences. That's, that's terrible. I, that's really bad. I. If the budget is like a million, that means you're paying each actor what? I don't even know. Um, For this movie, what do you think? I wonder. Quarter I'm guessing million? if they took like what they call royalties or whatever the money, like oh, right. a percentage Bens. of ticket yeah. sales, do they? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like you say too. It's like if you're able, if you're willing to sign on to a movie like this, I I value both of them pretty high in terms of actors. I I rank them as a list actors. Yeah. But after this movie and that budget, I'm questioning. I don't know if I question them. I question the fact that Stephen King has so much clout that he can still make Movies, stuff like this. I mean, yeah. in the last couple of years, The Stand was remade into a miniseries again. And you've had it come out. Like Off the top of my head, feel like there's five of his stories adapted into a series on TV right now. Plus, who knows how many movies... Well, that'll be put into production, you know? You've had it that, in the last five years. But that, that must uh, relate only to and, his uh, popularity. They well, wouldn't Netflix, do it unless it, it generates revenue. Well, Netflix has had original stuff based off his stuff, too. And you're like, how? You look at this, like, Cell made a million dollars off of 
but that's sell. Like you, you, you were talking it and the stand. Like those are and Tommy Knockers. Those are his. Those are his blockbusters right there. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. I mean, you're talking. Right, those turn, are his. Yeah. Those are his creme de la creme. Sell <laughs> is not a top selling novel of his. All right, I don't want to go off into the weeds. I don't want to go in a left <laughs> tangent about Stephen King, and we're talking about Sell. I just, yeah, it it's a bummer of a movie. I I don't agree with what. I've admitted I've seen it twice. The first time was just morbid curiosity. Like, okay, well, these are good actors. Yeah. It's got terrible reviews. Yeah. I'm in for some zombies that are different. Let's see what this is. Disappointed. I had to go look and see what I, what, why yeah. am I feeling like I'm missing some core fundamental thing with this movie that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Couldn't find out. It's just not there. It's, yeah, it's, the it's movie. just not there. It's the movie. You can turn it on and it's background noise and, be none the wiser to what's going on because one, it doesn't matter thing, if you focus on it or not. True, I would say the one, uh, the one positive thing it has going for it is visually it is pleasing. The shots yes. are nice. They're, they're, it's good to look at. Mm-hmm. the The effects are done decently. It's not it's, CGI heavy. It's right. Pretty it's practical. not CGI heavy. It's not super amateurish. Like it's a nice, it's a nice balance. You know. Yes. As watching it, and it moves pretty quick i mean you jump into the action it does like you're saying there's quick. plenty of of walking but at the same time it's like i don't know there's enough stuff going on that you're not super bored yeah I mean, and you bring up the question to like well why don't they have a vehicle oh because then this then they'd be where they need to go in hours instead of days yeah and we don't have all of this and you bring up a good point too well couldn't we change the movie to where he maybe meets up with his son and now we've got something else to take care of right you know we could well that's the other thing to too it's like here. literally like uh his 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 personal heaven that could be a continuation of the movie i mean that could have been a part of the movie of like we somehow escaped you know and and i got my son and i somehow fixed him or something because we so so i grabbed him and i blew up the tower and it somehow fixed him so now we're on the train tracks and but we're still being chased because the network's still up or something i don't know I guess it's frustrating as a viewer because you see them doing pretty smart things to survive yeah. of like rational thinking and yeah. finding supplies and doing what they're doing for it to all crumble down because simply not wearing headphones or noise canceling things. And you're like, this movie or this or Cusack's character could have prevented him being a phoner by putting something in his ears. True. And when you get down to the basics of that, like, well, then it's just stupid. Yeah. You may, yeah. I mean, he didn't know his son was in there. Why didn't you just go in there and are you, again, can you not just go in there and just start killing these things walking well, around or are you going to wake him up because I, the you other kind thing of established too, that rule but then didn't. So what are we doing? Well, the other part of it too is he already knew that his son was a phoner because he, he texted, said, I don't know where. He texted him in uh, earlier in the movie and he got gibberish back. That's clear sign. Yeah. It's a phoner. Again, okay, this. <laughs> In my not, mind. To, not to keep harping on like the ending of this movie, but when he's talking to his wife, they're in a car. How is it she ends up in a closet at the house? But but he also leaves the message on the fridge at the house. Like he looks like he's been surviving there for days before he gets to become a phoner. So like the text, like right. the text thing is like an unreliable well, how indicator she, of what's going how on. How is she stuck in the closet in the attic? That's what I'm saying. Like if, if she's get, able to function as a human being and like do things exactly how is she stuck but that's the same question why are the phoners not like breaking into buildings then if they're able to operate e- weapons exactly. and things like exactly why why yeah why? once like 
you want to look at it like, oh, it's a cool looking movie. Right. It's but the thesis of the movie is like, but you're falling apart the second you start. And that's and that's my whole problem with the movie is as I was watching it, I I had such a hard time caring because immediately you're like, this makes no sense. So then I don't know. I just kind of tune out. Uh, It's it was tough. It was tough for me to like keep. I was missing a lot of details. I feel kind of just shoving them away. Like, oh, okay, cool stuff is happening, or it's not. Whatever. (laughs) Well, this came out in 2016. You think they're uh, able to do a reboot? Um, absolutely. Reboot sell. Reboot sell. Put it on any streaming network as a miniseries. It's worth it. It's Stephen King. He's a money cow. Cash cow. Don't, don't let the revenue from this movie. Yeah, throw you off. It's yeah. because oh. it's in the wrong format. Yeah, I think you got to have a little bit of a long form, and maybe and maybe you don't. No, I I feel like if you were to go back and shore up all of the loose ends and randomness of the plot. Create a miniseries. Create some rules. Some, creates, uh, yeah, create some rules, stick to them, and then um, go into more detail about the characters or the scenes. Because, I mean, look at Walking Dead. There's a lot of walking in that movie. Or not in that movie, but in that series, for the premise of they have to walk places. Like, there's a reason why they have, they have to walk. I feel like walking is acceptable, and it's a nice way to, like, integrate the zombie phoner things, like... In a miniseries, I think it could be done. I think it'd be worth doing. I agree. Just take another shot at this, not movie format. Don't have uh, A-list actors. Have B-list. Mm-hmm. Have up-and-comers. Cheap talent, but talent. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're in a zombie movie. You can. Well, I guess their thought was, well, the movie they were in together, fourteen or whatever, <laughs> was such a smash was a, hit. <laughs> brought in the money. This is a dynamic duo. Bring them ah. back. Cash cow. Not cash so cow. much. Well, I just want to leave with one more thing from Bloody to Get Disgusting. Said uh, this movie is a forgettable adaptation. Agree. Agree. And then they stated that the story packs absolutely no punch and the solid stable of actors looked bored most of the time. Yeah. Probably true. The last thing I wrote in my notes was no survivors. Everybody gets to be a phoner. And Everybody's then, and in. And then what? Resistance is futile. <laughs> All right, Jake. Skip it as a Halloween movie. Yes, sir. But happy Halloween anyway. Yeah, happy Halloween. Happy November. Hope you're ready to go. All right, movie we're out. Don't watch Cell. Not worth your time. (laughs) Ever. Maybe as a book. I don't know. Check it out. If you're into Stephen King novels as opposed to his movies, there you go. Yeah. I've done that with Stephen King sometimes. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, I think. I I should try that. I caught myself checking out a lot of times (laughs) during the book anyway. So again... Depends on what you want. Yeah. But yeah. he's been around forever. Anyways, this is not the Stephen <laughs> King podcast. Movie rewrite. We're out. Happy Halloween. signal but don't make any calls should last for a few days